Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And episode two. <laughs> right back like we left something. <laughs> hey, Sabrina, have you watched Zeus Network yet for any sustained period of time? Girl, no, you got to pay for that shit. I'm not paying for that. Oh, so you need my login. Oh, no, I don't oh, need yes. it. Oh, no, oh, no, yes. no, no, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you so want me to watch? I want you to watch Bobby, I Love You, Purr. How many episodes? Um, All of them. <laughs> the woman is shaking her head. Here we I want you to understand something. I want to sit in a room with Sarita as she watches. Uh, that's me too. That would be that's fun. That's a show right there. Sarita, I want you to know that none of this is worth your time. Okay. Nope. And also, it's worth every minute. Oh, gosh. Okay? Yeah. This is pure... It's real bad. It's like it's when pure trash. It's it's have so bad. And decide they're gonna like practice a play at lunchtime. <laughs> That's what it makes me feel like. like it's so it's so bad. bad. Even the drama club. We shouldn't it's be so here. bad. And also, I can't get enough. Guess what? I found out. I can watch Zeus on my work computer. And if you think that I wasn't watching, I love you, Bobby Purr. Bitch, Bobby said, I can't stand these niggas. As I was preparing my work documents, headphones oh. in, headphones in. Sarita, we have a listener named Rachel who engages us on Instagram every time she watches Zeus Network. And she's just like, I can't believe I'm watching this. My husband can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> she gave us feedback for the last episode and said there wasn't enough feedback on, was it the Zeus Network or was it Bobby? Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> it's, it's such trash. And it's also bad. I cannot let it go. Roland Ray said, feed me a strawberry if you love Bobby. Feed a strawberry to me in my mouth. Can we talk about, why the fuck did he, why did he suck that man's fingers? Why did that man allow him to suck his fingers? So, you know, I read the comments 
on the zoo shows. Like you can read the comments in real time, right? One of the comments on that last episode said, are you okay? Did a bug get on you? Was somebody at the door? She just like ran away. What happened? I didn't think that you were going to uh, mention it out loud, but I just realized I don't have any of my braces on. So I went to go find them. And also because you were talking, I just came back before I could find them. So here we fucking are. Thanks for announcing everything. Mumi, you ran away like there was a spider like on the desktop where you are. What? You know, I watch too much TV. So I was like, did somebody bust in her apartment and say, come here or I'll kill you? And then you got up and ran away like that? There was a lot. Do you feel, do you really feel you that that- You got up for bracelets. Do you feel like <laughs> someone would be at my door and, that would, and they would say to me, come here or I'll kill you. And I would just be like, okay, I'm going. Do you really feel like, you feel like I would at least say, this this motherfucker at the door is on some shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. You do you did you really feel like that's how things would go? That oh you know, okay you you said do this so I'm gonna do it. You make a great point. I'm sorry. I, again, I watch too much television. I have a quick question. Um, Danita, did you watch Grim Cuddy? No, but I'm about to. Do you know the premise of the movie? Nope, but I know it said horror 2022, and that's all I need. It's it, yeah, it's I don't we watched it. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. I'll just leave it there. Is it scary? It's uh, a little, a little scary, but it's more suspenseful. Oh, okay. That's my shit. That's yeah. my shit. Yeah. Okay. We watched Hellraiser the other day. Would not recommend the new Hellraiser. No. It came out like last Wednesday. Mm. Um, I think that Hulu said, does anybody have an idea about um, a movie we could do? And then somebody said, oh, I want to do Hellraiser again, but I'm going to give it my own spin that isn't as related to the original and has no um, closure and isn't good, nobody's attractive. Let's do that. And that's what we got. Can you tell me what you mean by no one is attractive? No, because you know what I mean, because that is something you're comfortable talking about. Yeah, it is, but that's that's why like, I wanna know how you feel. You know, yeah, that's, that's my lane. Nobody visually appealing in that film I was just, I was awestruck at just how poorly put together that was. Cause I thought we had some of our less attractive people because they were gonna bring something crazy to the table at some point in the movie, like crazy acting skills. No. X was good. Did y'all see X? No. But, well, I, mean, I know you didn't, but X, X was a good horror movie. So X, just like the letter X or E-X? Yes, or? the letter X. Okay. We watched that the other night and we enjoyed that. We enjoy watching horror together and um, we haven't registered yet, but we're definitely going to take some classes to just understand the genre. But that shit was great because it was really about 
the, the beauty of horror is to me, visual, having a visual of the thoughts that really creep you out in the back of your mind. And that shit was that, because it was really the bottom line, because women, I know you're not gonna see it. The bottom line of this movie. Is, is Sarita gonna see it? Are you? Or is anyone who's listening gonna see it? Oh, anyone who's listening, this movie has been out for like a year or two. Oh, okay, all right. But we watched it on um, Netflix or something the other night. But anyway, like the horror job, the, the movie was, was great to me. And Kid Cudi is in it for whatever reason. I don't care for him. I don't care for him. Why? I think, oh no, I can't put my finger on why I didn't like him. I don't want to say it was because he got into it with Joe Budden because I don't want to be a Joe Budden apologist. But you already are. I'm one of one. I'm number one. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not an apologist for him. But um, anyway, it was good. But the horror like thing, the theme was around being too old to have sex. And it was just like, wow. This could happen, I guess, if you go this long without and feel this specific way. And the movie was just, I didn't even like it from the preview, but we watched it because Al would not let up about it the other night and it, it was good. So I love the ones that really make you get in your head about shit that you never thought about that you should be afraid of just as like a normal human being. How do we get here? I don't know. We were supposed to talk about Potomac, right? Are you are you finished talking about your horrors? Yeah. Um, I didn't see Reasonable Doubt. Did you? You can you can spoil it. I'm not sure what it is. No, I didn't finish it. <clears throat> is it a series or a movie or what? It's a series. Um, I, I'm actually still on the first episode. I'm about halfway through, which means I got to start it over because. Um, it has to make sense all the way through for me yeah okay we'll get back to that house of the dragon this fucking episode was so good this was such a good episode i told you yesterday i was going to watch it again i didn't have a chance to do that but i still stand by how i felt about this fucking episode because I understand both sides. Yeah. I don't know that, you know, I don't I don't feel any type of way about who should be what, but I understand how both sides are gonna feel like, oh no, it's me. And, and that, that would be outright war. And you see, that shit, the books are so well written. How do you know? Al tells me. Okay. Can I can't see you. I'm giving I'm giving you Derek Chase. I can't see you, Auntie. <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> so um, but yeah, when he talks about like the books and all that, like it so the the book 
Fire and Blood, this is not a spoiler for people, but the book Fire and Blood is two different Game of Thrones characters accounts of what happened during that time. Oh, okay. And it really is just somebody spilling tea from two different perspectives, like I guess as it goes chapter to chapter or whatever. Um, but it's not written like uh, so-and-so enters the room and da 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 happens. It's more so like, hey, this bitch went out and fucked her uncle and then he left her and then Allison found out and she was pissed. And then the next chapter is the other person's perspective. Like one is a maester and one is a jester. Oh, so it's oh. not even any of the main characters. No, it's no first person perspective. Because their shit, the prequel, it is telling you about what happened 100, well, you know, 172 years before the shit that we watched on TV. So it's basically a, a historical accounting of somebody just saying, I saw this, this happened, that happened, they said this happened, she said that happened, she was this, she was that, and she said this. So it's like that, and it's not written like a like a story that's easy to follow. But HBO took it and took both characters' accounts and then their own interpretation of that stuff. Oh, okay. that's why like the people that read the books are happy with this because it's still it respects all the lore because the stuff that's left open ended is like oh I get it because this person was a maester he doesn't know everything he has a certain level of bias with what he is into and then this person was a court gesture gesture so he you know what the fuck um thank you mr al for um providing the explanation oh you know he loves the bitch he loves to explain something to a motherfucker i mean you're you're sitting here telling us his explanation so you love it too i'm gonna fuck you up i don't know where the camera is on my phone to look you in the face i'm gonna fuck you up okay auntie <laughs> <laughs> That is like one of the most auntie things about me, bitch. I don't know. I don't know where the camera is on this phone. You were telling me to clean the camera and I started cleaning something else. I was like, what? What? what is this? I don't know. I don't know. It's the general area. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that, that show is good. I, I didn't... I. Mm, morbid morbid alert i didn't know how you were going to take it so i didn't even know how to talk about it but bitch i really had a hard time with it and that is one episode i'm never going to watch twice you know what you know what's what's crazy is that i really watched it as like an outsider i did not have the the feelings of oh like this is a a dead dad or a sickly dad you know until you said it and I was like oh <laughs> oh but also another you know I don't know sad note I didn't have like that kind of support from my dad so <laughs> that motherfucker was not on my side <laughs> 
he was not he was not on my side like that so i didn't i didn't feel bad <laughs> well you know what what really what really triggered sarita, me sarita don't know what to do <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so much that he was for, for me it wasn't so much that he did all that to defend um Renera at the end it was like that uh he didn't have cancer of course but him mustering the strength to do all of that is so reminiscent of when uh, a person has cancer and they have that last burst of strength and then you think oh yeah it's okay and then they die like soon after that shit when he started when he was crawling i was like oh no not crawling but you know struggling to get to the throne and then like Damon came to help him. Listen. Oh, that, my God. When Damon came up there, because I was like, you don't even like your brother. Well, first of all, when they walked into the room and saw that man in the bed, did you see Damon couldn't even look at him? Oh, yeah. All, all of that was familiar. Because I remember how my Uncle Larry struggled to see my dad like that. And even my brother. Like, they, they, could, they struggled with seeing that. Yep. And and when, when he was the one, when Damon was like smelling the cup to see like, are they poisoning my brother? All of that shit. Like, yeah, he was like, what, what is this? What is, what the fuck has been going on here since we've been having all these kids, giving them all the same names? All the same names. They all look the same. How do you know whose child is whose? Everybody got this blonde hair. Then also, do you see how nephew and uncle are about to get into it? Looking like twins, looking like father. Damon and, and Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. these names are way too similar. I'm never going to know who anyone is. Mommy. I'm never going to know who anyone I is. I know you won't because I barely can. And I really am trying with names. And you keep oh. talking to me and you're like, oh, yes, because when the name and- <laughs> And I'm just like the way that Al calls all the women, all the Targaryen Targaryen women, he calls them Rhaenyras, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's name is Rhaenyras at all. We've got Rhaenys, we've got Rhaenyra, we've got Bela and Reyna. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Y'all, be, y'all better tell me exactly. Who, tell me what she did. If, if, for you, if you want me to know what the fuck happened, if you want me to know what you're talking about, tell me exactly what this person did so I can say, oh, that blonde lady. Okay, so older blonde lady, like Auntie Blonde Lady. Come on, Auntie Blonde this- Lady. You are so good at that. <laughs> bitch, married to doctors, bitch. That is the. Did you that see that? The, Did you see that the, episode? Did you see that? Yeah, that I watched all that today. I was getting super caught up with a podcast today because I have been watching a lot of trash. Would you like to know the trash I've been watching? Please. I have been on YouTube watching recaps of other people's thoughts on Zeus Network shows. Oh boy! Because I watch uh, the uh, reunion episodes. I'm. I am halfway through the third episode of the reunion. Also, why the fuck would they give us three episodes of that of the reunion and all these niggas are doing are fighting the whole time? Because you know, we- you told me that when they started the show, you could hear people yelling from inside, like before you saw them. You told me, but it did not settle. 
until I watched it myself. Like, didn't a piece of you, didn't a piece of you think, oh, she's got to be exaggerating? She has to be. Please let her be. Yep. And you weren't. I started hearing that shit. I said, wait, are they fighting off camera? And <laughs> they just they just yelled. Everyone is just yelling to be heard, but no one is saying anything of value. Sarita, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> These shows are terrible. We have to have a show of Sarita watching Zeus Network. These shows over are terrible, but her also you're going, expensive you're going to be and goose egg brunch Benedict or whatever. Like we have to let her do that. Goose egg brunch, brunch Benedict. Benedict. Bitch. Goose egg brunch Benedict, bitch. Get me fucked up. <laughs> Get me fucked up. <laughs> Get me fucked up. Never listening to this episode, bitch. In a million years. You can offer me $20 and I won't look. Well, I don't know. You you definitely taking the bitch. I'm taking that $20, bitch. Shit is tight right now. <laughs> I need that $20. But no, that episode was really fucking good. And now these dragons are about to dance, bitch. Amon is good and crazy. I can't wait until he dies. He has to die. Which one is that? One eye. Oh, he gotta go. Ah, uh, that terrible. Hold on. Him and his brother are terrible. Oh yeah. why did they start fighting the cousins at the table? What what? Bitch, Egon is the worst. When Amen, do you remember when Amen when okay when the father I don't know who these names are? Yeah, that's why I was like, shut up, Danita. Um, when the king was like, who said that? Who told you they were bastards? When they were having the family dinner, uh-huh. and then the little brother was like, Egon said it. He told me the 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 older brother, and he was drinking his shit, and so <laughs> he was like, yeah, Egon said it. Blah blah blah. Egon was like, me. <laughs> Because, so because what he did, what he did want to say is my, I want to say, uh, your wife, my nigga. <laughs> me. <laughs> that shit was so funny. I was like, give that nigga a golden globe right now. That was the best depiction of a nigga being drunk and not giving a fuck about it. He was like, them little kids was fighting in the cave. I wasn't even there. I'm just having some wine. I'm about to fuck some handmaidens later. And he got dragged right up in that shit. That was so well done. Oh my God. But yeah, that shit is good. Um, are you watching The Patient? No. What is what is that? Oh, that's the one with um Michael Scott. Yeah. Serious therapist Michael Scott. He's still Michael Scott. We don't give a fuck what you try to do, Michael Scott. That's who you are. Okay. Is it worth the watch? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I don't yet know where it's going, but I feel good. Okay. Like, I feel like with something like this, it's like we've gone into like, what, seven or eight episodes now. I feel like we're about to find out Michael Scott's been dreaming the whole time or something. It's going to be a great suspenseful twist. It's got to be. 
That's what I think. Okay. Like, like my favorite type of movie, my favorite genre is shit like The Sixth Sense, where you realize like you're the ghost, right? No. What do you What do you want me to agree with? I I really like that question. I want you to agree with whatever I'm saying. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> that the suspense genre is really good when it's something where you watch it from somebody else's perspective the whole time. And then you realize like they are the apparition. Like it's not, their perspective isn't even reality. I love that. Okay. So did you like Potomac? <laughs> you don't like scary movies and I think I pushed you a little too far did you like Potomac I did like Potomac me too who is your favorite I really I really enjoyed this episode you know I don't I don't really like like anybody agree um I don't know I feel like Robin got some backbone like she picks him up somewhere but I don't she sounded good she I felt like she put on a good show for this episode we'll see how this goes I don't know what Ashley is doing as far as you know this husband not husband whatever that is um because it is it is strange to me that she's like yeah we're getting a divorce and then but then she was like, no, I didn't say we're getting a divorce, but you definitely allow people to believe that that's what you were doing. Wumi, I know I'm about to say something controversial to you that goes against your beliefs. Okay. Man, go. okay. Go ahead. I would like for you to listen to today's, ep- to Wednesday's, ep- I don't even know what time it is, but the most recent episode of Carlos King's Reality with the King. I'm not. No, 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 listen, listen, here's why. He does not produce Potomac or have anything to do with it professionally, but he gives his take on it. And he said he does, he's not buying it from Ashley. He believes that Ashley has made up the storyline because Michael was like, I don't want to film this season. So she's trying to justify like storyline wise why he's not going to be on camera he, as a pro okay because these people do feel like they got to put on a show because they yeah, just and he said like, he most about potomac is that they take putting on a great show seriously he was like i really believe and i don't have no way of knowing this but when karen and giselle get into it and they insult the fuck out of each other i feel like they text each other when they leave and say that was well done bitch that's what he said he believes. So listening to his perspective, I was like, okay, I get it. And he also said Robin, Robin has known from his perspective, Robin knows that she's not trying to marry this nigga again. She just needs a storyline. Yeah, because why would you marry him again? Yep. Like what what are you gaining? You're being very clear about you don't want to share your money with him, all of that. I think 
I think that Carlos King knows what he's talking about a little bit. He's kind of outside looking in with this, but he also has years of expertise. Like I'm not going to say listen to everything, but I would say today's episode and the last episode where he gave his take on the Kardashians and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like the Kardashians versus the Hiltons. That is a really good take too. Because, you know, Beverly Hills had like a lot of strife um, with Kathy Hilton this season. Did you see it? No. I, you know, I don't really care about that uh, side of the country. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. So what? Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Bitch. Can I see this episode? I was watching when they were in that fucking bowling alley and I was like, y'all are dumb. I don't know why y'all stayed. Y'all should have fucking left. This little boy is setting y'all up. It's the whole setup. It's a setup. My anxiety was up the whole episode. And I'm like, you over here dancing and shit. Them guards about to come through this place. And what are you going to do? When Diddy comes, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? And then it just ended up being worse. That husband realized that he really was just sitting around, but his wife is in fucking charge. When Serena said that shit to him, that shit resonated so bad. That motherfucker talking about someone, I'm going with you. I'm 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 going across the border. Oh, you gonna do something now? Yeah. Well, I've always had my expectations in the right place with him what does that mean (laughs) because I felt like the way he left his wife and the way he was about June he seemed to just have like a a backbone issue and want to be aligned with what seemed better. I I saw that in him when they would give the flashbacks. So him not putting himself in a position of discomfort felt consistent. And I don't I don't have a lot to stand on with that, but just him not going as hard as June made sense because um, I think it was one of June's friends in her flashbacks that was talking to her about him, like kind of a, is he worth it or whatever kind of thing. I can't fully remember, but I just remember that period of their flashbacks, like, oh, this is not a real nigga anyway. I was surprised that he didn't make a life for himself with someone else um, while they were apart. But also I did not really like the Nick relationship. I don't know what it was about Nick. I think Nick felt like a relationship of convenience for her, but it also felt like she really loved, excuse me, loved him at some point. What do you think? I think that their relationship was genuine. I think that she really, if if she could be with Nick, she would be with Nick. 
especially since they were in, like Nick helped her in that place where she needed it the most. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have that from the husband. Yeah. I'm sure, so there was a flashback this episode where um, she thought about the moment where she was captured or whatever, she and her daughter were captured. And I'm sure that she, I feel like they posted that, they put that in there to show like this motherfucker just was not able to do it for us. He was supposed to be our protector and he wasn't. Yeah, it, it seems like he does not have that level of backbone. And when you were talking about, um, oh fuck, please woman, get it back. What, what were you saying? What were you saying? You said something about, oh, him dating someone else or being with someone else. He probably, I feel like he was um, staying in the, the space of, oh, my wife is gone. Like, you know, pity me or, you know, feel sorry for me. Passive about it, yeah. You this know? tragedy has happened to me. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really care for him. I look at him like a little boy. And even more so because it took someone else like playing him for him to feel like, oh, well, what can I do? Bitch, Serena got in his shit so bad I couldn't even acknowledge it. Because I don't want to fuck with Serena. But bitch, Serena is a handmaid, bitch. Oh, bitch. And for, when she, you could see her realizing it like, like when she went to try to go outside, yeah. Or gate and the, it was like, uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> you in Canada, bitch. You can't even go outside in Canada. You're not even in Gilead. These are your rules, though, ain't it? This is what you wanted, right? That's just crazy. I didn't finish the episode, but I don't mind if you spoil it. Spoil it. Spoiler alert. What's your question? At the end. What happened? Where where did you stop? Um, uh, Serena was like, "I need to go to Gilead. I want to see her." Uh, they killed uh, Commander Putnam. Um, I think her and Serena were face to face. June and Serena were face to face talking about something, and that was the last thing I saw. Oh, I don't know what episode you're talking about. Today's episode. Oh, there was the episode that came out today. I did not see that. <gasps> Wumi, is that why you kept talking about old shit? I guess so. Okay, I thought I thought you were tying meaning back to today's episode. Okay, so yeah, watch it. It's awkward. <laughs> But yeah, however it ends is how it is. I don't know. <laughs> but what I will say is that I hope, I hope Gilead falls. This is my prediction. Um, and I don't really have a lot to stand on, but I'm still going to say it. I hope Gilead falls because Aunt Lydia 
eventually realizes what she's been a part of and dismantles it with her connections. That's what I hope for. Um, now, okay, so he, the conversation with that is, or the question for me with that is, these people knew what they were doing. They just hoped it wouldn't affect them in the way that it has. Well, okay, let me know when you watch today. To watch today's episode. Okay. What you think about Aunt Lydia? Because what I saw was somebody who was really forced to look at what they chose to assume wasn't going on. But you see how you said, like, obviously I haven't seen it yet, but you see how you said chose to. Yeah. Okay. So the, the fact that it was a choice, right? Mm-hmm. You, there are things that you have chosen to, that you have ignored willfully. Yes. Which means that you were doing this. You knew what the fuck was going on. You just didn't want it to, you were hoping it would not affect you. And so I, you know, I just don't have much sympathy for that. I think my my thing with Aunt Lydia, my observation is that not that she was hoping it wouldn't affect her. I think she was hoping that it wouldn't be true. I think she was more committed to help to to being a part of something that was a good cause and helping young women instead of the rea- reality she was faced with on today's episode, which like takes it a few steps further than what was on the last episode you saw. Oh wow! Okay when you see her trying to understand it and then once she gets clarity, it's like, oh, so she really was believing in whatever shit, whatever pamphlet they handed her in the real United States. I mean, so watching watching this episode, I mean, not this episode, watching this show, mm-hmm. of course, you know, I can't help but um, think of the the years of slavery in this country, right? Mm-hmm. And how people were like, "Oh no!" Well, whites especially were like, "No, you know that's what it was supposed to be, and it was legal. We could do it. It it wasn't really a problem. It was legal. We could do it. Yep." But you know it was a problem because why did you have to go through extreme measures to keep these people where they were, to keep them on your property, to keep them doing, um, working from sunup to sundown? If if you felt like this was the right thing and everything was fine, why do you feel like you had to wrangle people in this way? Yeah. So there were always, like, the fact that you you feel like um so on the tv show the fact that you stop them from having conversations with each other um the fact that you have to put them in different clothing or you know you keep and you keep them separated the fact that you're telling people not to read telling women specifically not to read if you have to take all of these rights away Mm -hmm. 
how can you also say that this is the right thing? This is a good thing. Everyone is happy. How can you really expect these 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 handmaids to be happy knowing that they're just there to have a baby for someone else? What are you talking about? Wumi, I don't want to talk to you about this at all anymore until you watch today's episode because today's episode is what I was talking about, about Serena realizing that she's a handmaid. And now I must know your reaction to it. Okay. I mean, I, I saw that she realized she was a handmaid last, last episode, but if it got even more real for her, then good. Good for her. The Fuck her. The fucking uh, house said, hey, whatever you were thinking is true. You Ooh. are a handmaid, bitch. Okay. Like, I'm speaking for the house in terms of, like, be our guest and all of that. Like, you know, nobody said it, but it got more aggressive with her experience being in there. That's what she gets. It is what she that's yeah. the least of what she is of what she, oh my god and you know they try i think they're they're attempting to make her a more sympathetic character but i just i'm not having it i'm not there it's it's like i felt like in this episode and tell me what you think but they're give they're trying to make us more sympathetic towards serena and more um adversarial toward commander lawrence who has always been clear that he don't give a fuck about none of this. Okay, it's, come it's interesting. It's interesting how it's getting. Um, one quote that I did love from it was the same quote that I love from um, uh, last week's Game of Thrones. I mean, Dragon Thrones. Where they said, uh, you forget yourself. Do you remember that when Lenore said it to Carl? Who the when fuck is Lenore? Uh, Corliss Valerian's son that faked his death remember he was about to fight with his boo and was like uh, you forget yourself blah 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 remember that oh okay. okay yes so Commander Lawrence said that to someone today and I said I love that you forget yourself is really emerging as the new you got me fucked up you got me fucked up that's the white people version you forget yourself, bitch. I love that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You got me all the way fucked. <laughs> who, are you, who are you talking to? Who art thou talking to? That's that's when you look around. Who? who, who? <laughs> <laughs> it can't be me, bitch. Grey's Anatomy. Did y'all watch it? Yes, I did. Did you love it? Um, I appreciated that we don't have to go through these same people. We weren't about the same <laughs> dumb problems all the time. But then also, I'm like, oh, these are young people. They're going to get on my nerves. <laughs> They're going to get on. Because when I first started watching Grey's, the young people were someone I was looking up to. I was looking up to that group of people, yeah. right? Like, like, oh, they're, they're jumping to adulthood and into their careers and, you know, fucking everybody because it's fun or I don't know what, what it is. But now I'm looking at these young people like, if you don't just go, sh- just sit the fuck down. Relax yourself. Go to class on time. Oh, my 
goodness be where you're supposed to be don't and don't make me have to tell you why why are you so pressed to stand out already relax yourself yep i think that's just gonna be good i think they heard our feedback and they said you know what i think people want us to start over with a new class they want us to stop given these same regurgitated stories about these 30 or 40 year old niggas at this hospital it's only but so long we can watch these people date each other marry each other adopt and steal kids together like it's just only but so long we can find that interesting why did irish man and his wife come back like this they could have stayed away i didn't need them in this first episode i closed the screen out when i saw them his accent still bothers me I think it always. It's never going anywhere. It's really not. <laughs> but I was just, I was so glad they took a new angle. I really, really was. So now we have new characters to get to know. And they seem interesting. You see how Link waited outside the girls, uh, the, the freshman dorm? No, what is it called? Whatever it is. The and she, and she was like, um. She was like, wait, what? I don't <laughs> This is giving weird. You're you're cool, but we're not in a relationship. <laughs> she was so confused, bitch. Why would you be standing out here with this? Come on, old man. <laughs> yes. Oh shit! All, All American Homecoming is on here. It's not the best show, Wumi, but it's it's a fun watch. Like I said, homecoming is nice and nostalgic about the HBCU experience. And again, it's how uh, Corey Hardrick got back out here. I mean, good for him, I guess. But also, what the fuck happened? Did you see that lady posted a video um, or uh, whatever? She put someone on the internet that Mm -hmm. was like, now it's my time. And she was sitting there with her skin was shining. I don't know what she put on her skin. Mm-hmm. But shining and she looked all glowy. And the caption was, yeah, like now was my time. Yes. Something to that effect. And I was like, well, good for you. Also, what the fuck happened? Also, I have a question. Does a divorce mean failure? hell no okay does does a couple have to be married for a certain amount of time before it doesn't mean failure or is that your steadfast rule my steadfast rule is choosing choosing to do the difficult thing is a success at all times i love that if you marry somebody i can't what I can't see your face. Oh, hi. Okay, hold on. Let me help you. Or help yourself. Hi. Hello. Um, if you marry someone and 20 minutes later you realize it's the wrong thing, it takes courage to say, no, this is not right for me. This is wrong. Do you think, I mean, you've already like you've gotten married already right and i'll get divorced too okay well we're not speaking that 
Oh, I'm saying like I would never like have. Uh, everyone knows that you've already told Mr. Al. We all we all get it, right? Okay. What I'm uh, what I want to ask you is, um, would you be? Do you feel like you could um, call off a wedding the day of? Yes. I believe that. How about you, Sarita? Would you be Would you be able to call off a wedding the day of? No, I would. Um, I don't know which is better. I would probably get an annulment in the next few days. Sarita's I like, I already bought these chucks. <laughs> <laughs> this food is paid for. <laughs> Do you see my hair? <laughs> I'm thinking I would have to be like very upset. Like what the fuck happened here? But we're still having a party. I'm still dancing. The DJ is coming. The food is here. Hey, everybody, we still eating. We're still dancing. I'll figure out if I want to care about this man later. But as far as this party is concerned, this is what we're doing. I told you about a wedding some time ago where a person in the wedding got a phone call about a person Right, and that still happened right there's no way in seven hells and like you said the party is still happening we're still eating the food but you you can't go you need to get a flight back to dc i don't i don't care what you do i don't care if you sit on the corner outside sit out there with them fucking raccoon monkeys of mexico you're not going to be at my reception. No. If if I get that kind what of phone... What are they called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Those raccoon-looking monkeys. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's... There's a... Yeah. I don't know. I, I understand. I know it takes a lot of balls to stop it to cancel the wedding the day of doesn't it takes balls to bring somebody to that point understand you know what i mean i know we invested you could fuck right off no but so you remember uh walter and jaleesa the day of their wedding they both were like no 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 we're not we're not ready mm-hmm. so neither one of them like did anything they just realized they didn't really want to be married to each other. Mm-hmm. And so it was still a party. So in that case, you know, okay, we could still be cool and we can have this party. We're just not married. And then I guess we can figure out what happens after that. I do. I do. I love some like friendship. <laughs> unnecessary. It, it is unnecessary. I get that. But still, you know, it is what it is. Um, but like I find out that you did something dirty or like these oh, bitch, do you know that uh Love is Blind, another season of Love is Blind is coming back? I I haven't watched the new people, but I have been watching the after the altar shit. And I know that uh the new people don't start till the 19th. Oh, okay. So I've been watching after the altar mm-hmm. and that black couple that I knew shouldn't have gotten married is getting divorced. Yeah. 
Why should they another one where you knew they should not be together? Couldn't they have gotten married? He liked Mallory too much. She is irritating and very particular. It's not going to work. It immediately wasn't going to work. I felt like it wasn't going to work because she was like, I don't like being outside. I want to be home all the time. She don't like like saliva. She don't like kissing. Okay. I felt like he, he was like, I love being outside. And because her her terms were, no, you cannot be outside. You need to be home. I was like, this is not going to work. Because you can't just, you don't just turn that off. You have to decide, like, it has to be integral in you. I don't know if integral is the right word. But it has to be part of you to say, I just, I don't want this anymore. I want to be home now, right? When home, when home feels like. Nope, nope, nope. I don't even When home feels like more than enough you will not even have that motivation to go outside. She was never that for him. I think that he just was not in a place to stop yet. He's still young and wanted to be outside. She, she was young and wanted to be inside. Like they, they were polar opposites in that way. And it was not going to work. Also, say what I said. No, he did. And he did like, and you know what? It would have been. Mallory, he would have been in the house. He, because him and Mallory would have been outside. Yeah. And it it wouldn't have been a whole, I'm sitting in the house all night waiting up for you because they had the right chemistry. They would have been on the same page. Also, she may not have even asked that of him. That's what I'm saying. She would have been outside with him. They would have been out together. Mm -hmm. Also, him and a girl were not a good fit. She has a lot of her own shit to deal with. Yep. And her who, Mallory? Mallory. Yeah, yeah, Mallory does. Um, Sal is a bitch. He is. He's coming on there acting like he loves this uninteresting European woman. Uh, I I can't even say uninteresting, but she it felt phony. It didn't feel it didn't feel like it's uninteresting to me. So forced. Yeah. If, I have if, so much personality. I'm so great. All right, girl, we got it. We got I'm it. so loud. And then why do you feel like you have to be loud like this in front of his people? Like, these are his friends. These are not your friends. Relax yourself. At every confessional, he's like, yeah, I'm finally with the right person. I think I'm going to ask her. Just yeah, you know, I saved Mallory. Okay, you didn't say Mallory's a bad bitch. Of course she cheated on you. You were a douche that started singing on a reality show fucking chill so many times and then that's why i kept looking at her like mallory well you oh you like this she was trying to do the right thing because i think i think she liked the girl that really liked black dude whose name i don't remember i think she was like really trying to be cool like okay i'll go with this dude you deal with this dude it was it was not the right match i think they would have been great together maybe they'll end up together maybe but they had chemistry that I could feel through the television. So here's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you think, what do you think the people are going to look like on season three? All right, I'm going to say, Adama and I were having a conversation about the show. And I was saying the first season felt um, the best to me. It was the, I feel like that was the most genuine season. 
um, I felt like the producers or whoever was in charge of casting um, were trying to throw people for a loop because uh-huh. this second season was not full of beautiful people. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, you haven't seen the second season? No, I didn't watch any of it. I only watched the after the altar part. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This season uh, I invested in. Season two, I feel like it was a it was a setup. I felt I felt like it was a whole setup season. I felt like they put people on there that um are not um traditionally beautiful. Whoa me. You could call my name all you want to. Everybody saw what them people look like. Okay, I didn't. So you're probably right. Okay. So, and I felt like they they set people, I still, I really do feel like it was a setup. I feel like, because there were people who were on the show who had like a real connection uh-huh. while they couldn't see each other. And then when they saw each other, things shifted. And I feel like they did that on purpose to be like, okay, is love really blind? Like, let's test the limits of it. So I want to see what these people look like for season three. Like, are you, are you going to try to use, um, are you going to go back to season one where almost everyone was aesthetically pleasing? Why did the guy that Shayna didn't want, why was he treating DT like that? The guy that Shayna didn't want. Yeah. Shayna didn't want that one guy. I forget his name. Oh, okay. Why was he, why was, what do you mean? Why was he treating, what do you mean? Because he, he, if he was really into her, he would have been all over her. But I feel like he kept saying that whole friendship shit because he just wanted to fuck DT. I think, I think that he would really like, um, I do like this lady, but I don't want to fuck up the the relationship that we have because things are going really well as they are right now. So yeah. if she doesn't want me in this way, now it's, it's going to fuck up everything. And he's already like shy and... It doesn't fuck up everything because it's like, okay, well... I'm you can Adults have enough friends. So if you lose lose an adult friend, you can't say it's back. That's not for you to say. Uh, It's not. You're probably right. (laughs) These people had a, they, they had a connection. But I mean, I think platonic connections is like, okay, God damn, I get it. But if you're looking for love, all right, Hor. I understand. Everyone needs to move quickly. I get it. No, I mean, just take a chance. And if it doesn't work out, then fuck it. That's not your friend anymore. But you've got other friends, I'm sure. So, but that's exactly why. Because they don't have friends like that. Friends would say, don't go on this show. Oh. Okay. It's true. Don't go on the show. I'm going to go on the show. It's like, I would never. I don't need to. I mean, I don't, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point. That shit is squid games full of, no thank you. Uh, yeah, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. 
Did we do it? Oh, no, we didn't talk about Abbott. Abbott is back and better than ever. Nope, it's still great. It's not better than ever. It's just still great. Yeah. Did we talk about everything on uh, 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 marriage and medicine? Is there anything that we need to address? What the fuck is happening in the house? <coughs> Girl, excuse me. I am trying to still love that show. Barry Sebastian, excuse me, has the best reputation for like reconciling and apologizing. That is a show where people can just say, you know what, I was wrong, blah, blah, blah. I can appreciate that. And then the other hand, I feel like they get so wrapped around the axle on stupid shit that doesn't matter. Does that mean they don't have enough problems? Like, what is it? They don't have enough problems at all to me. Do you think Anila and them fake that house break in or what? I don't. Do you think it was some external person that has nothing to do with the Bravo reality universe and was just like, oh, these niggas are always acting rich online. I'm going to figure out where their house is. I'm going to just rob them. Uh, Okay, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think happened? No, I mean, I don't. I think that it probably was someone who... Woman, do you know I had that sweatshirt on today? Did you? Yes. Hello, a meaningful <laughs> move. Crazy. For clothing us on this good day. Today. Yeah. Also, That's- the shirt that um, I told you I'm not giving back. So thank you. Hmm. I like it. I'm going to keep wearing it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Wear colored shit anyway. Um, I don't know what you just said, but okay. I don't usually wear shit with colors. I, I usually wear black and white. You don't, yeah, you don't. That's why it was that you bought it, but I was like, it's fine. It's with me now, so. Sometimes if I really want something and it's only available in my size and one specific color, I'll still buy it anyway, just to be like, I got it. And not use it. And you see, it's being used right now. It's in great hands. It's great boobs, whatever. What? That's all I see. Oh, my boobs look big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch. Derek Chase was watching Abbott on my phone earlier, and he had the phone in his hand. You know, Hulu is so sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He must have moved his hand or something, and it went to um, the pilot episode of of Golden Girls. He said, Auntie, I don't know. It's a commercial or something on right now. <laughs> but the theme song started. I call it so bad. I said, he doesn't know what this is. And he's offended that it's on. But the only time he sees this many white women, just old white women, it has to be a commercial. It's a commercial or something. Fix it. <laughs> if you don't get Janine back on this screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm really glad that Abbott is back. Me too. It's so good. I can't wait to see what the deal is with, um, what's her name? Melissa Shimenti and her sister. She said, get that spigato ass back to the classroom or whatever she said. I was like, wow, there's something deep here. They're going to give us some character development. Yeah, I like that we're getting into um, their personal lives a little mm-hmm. bit more this season. I, I, I appreciate that. 
Um, do you care about the Janine and Greg? I don't like Gregory at all. You don't like him? I don't like him. He eats a boiled chicken sandwich. He's too skinny. He is so, he's so small. I don't, I, I, I like him. I just don't really care about him and Janine together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are we, what is really happening here? Yeah, I feel like if their playful banter goes like straight to dating, it might move too fast with a show. Yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna um string us along with that. And when I say us, I just mean the audience. Cause mm-hmm. I don't I don't really care about it. Um but I think they're gonna do like a Jim and Pam thing. Yeah. Where but Jim and Pam, what when did they actually get together? But third season, fourth season? The end of season three. Okay. And I cannot watch season three. It is agony. W- waiting for them to get together? Yeah, it is too much for my heart. I can't. Is it really? Yes, I cannot do it. I've been, I've been, um, I haven't rewatched The Office in a while. I've been watching A Different World. What are you talking about? Are you serious? I have been watching A Different World and I fucking love it. Is that with that random Walter and Jaleesa ref? I was like, I don't remember why them niggas take care of me. <laughs> okay, what is that on Hulu or Amazon Prime? No, it's on Peacock. Oh, that's HBO. Right. HBO Max. Okay. I might have to jump back into that. I haven't no. watched A Different World in a really long time. I that's watched the old living singles when uh, I was getting my nails done the other day. Um, I, that show I don't really watch now. Um, but I can definitely watch a different world. And this, what I have been watching, um, most recently is the the Kinu episodes. Oh my God, no! Oh no, I can't. When Whitley was just so rude to that lady. <laughs> Nice to meet you, Kikukula. I nice love it. I love it. So not uncomfortable for me. You know, I can't watch. I can't watch that wedding episode. <gasps> when he says, "Please, baby, please." Yes. Oh, why? It's so. Oh my God! What are you doing when you at somebody else's wedding that you yelling for this lady? Look at, look at you! You so uncomfortable. Why wouldn't you just talk to this lady? You talked to her the night before. Why wouldn't you say it then? Well, me. I'm sorry, Byron. And it was like, "Ah!" I remember hollering as a child, like, oh my God. And that mother was talking talking about some die. Just die. Die. (laughs) Look at his broke ass. Oh my God! Remember Patty Labelle? She used to call him Chipmunk. What a good black show! That was such a. It was a beautiful show. Who are you gonna be for Halloween? I don't care about Halloween. Remember? Oh God! All right. Are you going to a Halloween party? I am. Who's hosting it? Whose party is it? Uh, my cousin Crystal. Her parents usually do it. 
Because yes, Crystal always they that family really cares about Halloween every a year. Lot, a lot. But look, Asu is too good now. Poetry and Bloom is taking off. That nigga don't have time. Oh, so she's not doing so anything. Is posting it because Aunt Sue and Uncle Bubby are like, we're very busy with our business. We have dish- orders to fulfill. So Crystal's doing it. So what I'm thinking about doing is being one of the Valerians. So I've been trying to find like a white dread wig and just wrap myself in a sheet. Like, you know, I could just be Auntie Valerian. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be. Probably if I can find the goddamn wig, that's the issue. Well, good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Are you going? I'm never mind. I'm going to shut up. No, go ahead and say it. Okay. So, are you going to just sit in the house on Halloween to please Allah? <laughs> that is what I was not trying to say. <laughs> Y'all heard it, right? Y'all heard it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for attending your podcast tonight this is great yeah and i hope that you enjoy this podcast when you hear that i will never listen you have to you oh must. no oh but you must <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i have never been more disappointed in me there were two times when you were trying to explain something to me and I've felt myself being confused as you talked. I said, I must have done something real crazy. And I can't even ask her why she's talking to me about this. Okay. I will never know. Rachel, I'll never know. Who's Rachel? Clean Beauty Girls. Oh, Rachel. Okay. I was like, is this, is, what TV show was Rachel on? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll never listen to this, so I'm sure it was great. No, Thank you for- it's been so great. Uh, it's very lovely, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, water for everyone. Good night. Good night. Bye. This is the Beads and Butter Podcast. This episode has been produced and edited by Vine Me Up Productions. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.